What is up, guys? Welcome back to Success in Dialogue with Patrick Lee, Season 1, Episode 6, Part 2, All About Food, featuring Maddie McSweeney and Isabel Reber. Maddie is an aspiring dietitian and an MSU student, and she runs the Instagram account Maddie's Wholesome Eats. And Isabel is also an MSU student and owns a baking business. Her Instagram is Baked by Isabel R. Today's episode is part two of an earlier episode, so if you haven't yet, go back to the podcast profile and listen to part one of season one, episode six. That's where you'll find our guests' introductions and a little bit about themselves and their story and why they do what they do, along with some question and answer. And today there will be a little bit more of that vintage five-question method success in dialogue format for you. There's a lot of great advice, so I hope you enjoy the episode. As always... Follow us on Instagram at Success in Dialogue. Follow us on Twitter at SID Podcast One and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast is and always will be free. So if you wouldn't mind, if you enjoyed the episode, sharing it with one person or a couple people or maybe even putting it on your social media. That's how we get the word out about the podcast and that's how we enlarge our Success in Dialogue family. So without further ado, I'll turn you over and see you on the other side. Welcome back, everybody, to Success in Dialogue, Season 1, Episode 6, All About Food, with Isabel Reber and Maddie McSweeney. If you haven't already, please go back and listen to Segment 1 of this episode, which aired on Tuesday, where um, these lovely ladies introduce themselves and talk about a lot of what they do, and we're going to pick up right where we left off, um, and I'm really curious about, and something I'm sure the listeners are curious about, we have a very young audience out there, which I appreciate, um, how do you, I guess, Maddie, we'll go to you first, a little more health food bent. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you stay healthy, stay eating healthy at school? I feel like the dining hall food mm-hmm. at Notre Dame, they try and make it healthy. The most popular items are the least healthy items. Like how, yeah. how do you stay disciplined and, and stay on top of it? So Brody, I lived in Brody and the food is They so, go to Michigan State, by the way. Yeah. Everyone, yes. The food there is super so good but it's all like very not healthy at okay. all okay. and so it's kind of hard to navigate the dining hall I would say I think it's a lot easier if you're living on your own to be healthy but like when you have a meal plan that's like kind of like what you right, right, right. you're that's not going to go grocery shopping you don't have a kitchen like you can't right. really do anything so I kind of tried to just like be healthy most of the most of the week but like you know I could eat chicken alfredo one day a week or whatever right, you know right. and so um, yeah it's really hard because there's not a lot of options but I would usually try to like there was a salad bar and they had like vegetables and stuff so I try to like eat vegetables with every meal or like have a salad on the side or something yeah the little but things it was definitely pretty hard because you didn't have very many options even if you wanted to eat healthy so yeah she went through this phase where she just wanted to order pizza yeah all, that is, that is true. Oh. all the time oh the like, truth comes I out like, I was like Maddie we, you, this, we was, this was that. pre-nutrition yes, phase yes. okay was, pre-nutrition like, Maddie like Maddie 1.0 okay she, she switches her major you know yeah, before. and yeah. it was just all the time. She had like a. a well, if you're in pre med, you have to eat yeah. pizza, right. like because you have to make your life better because okay. it's so much worse. But all my friends wanted it too. Like I'm saying, yes, the people. Yes. Oh, okay, around. the people want yes. pizza, and I'm yeah. like, everyone all right, pizza. if we all want it, then we're gonna get it. <laughs> right. And then everyone always wanted it. Give but the people then, what they want. But then after you switched your major, and we decided we need to stop ordering pizza, mm-hmm. she would right. like she 
you went grocery shopping? I did. Wow. Yes. It's a very mature thing for a college student to do. I mean, to you know, push in the car. Whole Foods. Wow. Yes. Okay, so yeah. not even Kroger, not even Meyer. No. Straight I went to, to Whole Foods. Foods. And I like told my mom I was like, I'm just gonna get some healthy snacks because you know, like we get like combos at Michigan State, and like it's like, all right, you can get a Pop Tart and an Easy Mac and Pop, you know. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know, like when I have it all in my room, like that's like, and I'm like, oh, I want a snack. Like that's the only thing you have. And so I was like, I'm gonna go to Whole Foods and get some like healthy granola bars. I'm gonna like get some stuff to like get some fruit and put in my mini fridge. You know, just like when I'm in my room and I want a snack, like I'm not gonna eat a Pop Tart, which I don't really like Pop Tarts, but like if it's there. I know. Interesting. So. You no started Pop-Tarts. making microwave pizzas though with like flatbreads and yes, I did because I was like, you know, I yeah, pizza is. I do have to admit, it is one of wow. my favorite foods. And it's so okay. Like, this is a safe space. You can <laughs> say that you like pizza. So I was like, all right, it's I okay. got these like seven grain like flatbreads that are like personal size and then I got like how, like organic tomato sauce or whatever and then like mozzarella cheese and I was like that is so much if I want pizza yeah. I'm like that is a better alternative than ordering and we cottage and pizza. Pizza. Sure. pizza we stopped with it right yeah and cottage I didn't eat it as much as I would right. because it doesn't taste as good but so you know you, it's still a better alternative right right so you kind of spearheaded this effort you said I'm switching to dietetics yes well, okay, so... Oh, okay. And, and <laughs> Maybe not quite. Yeah. Here we like, go. My whole life, as I said, I grew up eating healthy, so when I went to college, I was like, oh, oh yeah. the dining hall, I oh, can eat yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like... That freedom. Because then I like still like to work out, and I still like to eat healthy, but like I didn't really have any healthy options, so I was sure. like, whatever, you know? And then I was like, no, like you can't do that. Yeah. And then I yeah. like went back to my like... Yeah. Grind. So you had a rebellious phase where you I ordered did. pizza. For the first semester, <laughs> rebellious. Yeah. Yeah. Isabel was my guide to. Oh, you kind of kept her around. Oh, yeah. You went to the dessert chef like, to no, make you eat healthy. You gotta stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy you stuff. You can't keep ordering it. It costs money and it's just bad. Like, right, right. We gotta stop. Yeah, but it makes you feel better. It's true. That's true. Pizza. Right. Yep. Yeah, especially if you're in chem and all those fun <laughs> classes that right. everyone just loves. Right, I'm like, if I'm going to study until 1 in the morning, you know, I'm going to get a treat. Yeah. Pizza right. at yeah. like 11.30. There you go. And I think I was that's studying good. with my friends, like, I'd study with my friend Carol, my friend Emily, and we were studying for bio. Mm. And sometimes it wouldn't even be my idea. Someone's like, well, like, maybe we'll just order a small pizza, like, Sure, sure. Like just hours. a small, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll work really hard. Right, we'll have right. Our pizza and then reward we'll we'll yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I'm like, you're right. That's, that's very reasonable. <laughs> very reasonable. Um, and where I live in Notre Dame, um, it's our dorm and then it's connected uh, to another dorm. And in the basement of, of that dorm, you can go through the basement weight room and they sell pizza like every night. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, that's that's dollar dangerous. a slice, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like, I think like seven bucks for a whole mm-hmm. pizza. So. Uh, it's good. I don't love to go over there because we're kind of like rivals with that dorm. Uh-huh. Some people though, they like pizza more than they respect the rivalry. Um, but for me, I would always go to the uh, Huddle, which is like our little like convenience store, and they've got like cereal and Uncrustables. Those are dangerous. <laughs> um, people think they're gross though. I feel like I think they're good. Uncrustables. Yeah. I never grew up eating them, so. I, I think I've had like one in my lifetime. I would definitely eat an Uncrustable, but I would also rather just make my own PB and J. Hmm. I would. I'd have to shop though. That's tough. <laughs> you have to buy That's the tough. Yeah, the <laughs> pizza. So many ingredients. So many ingredients. Um, and they used to have this. It's gone now because of the the virus. They had this candy wall, 
with all these like clear plastic things oh, you yeah. go and scoop in a bag. It's like the candy store. Very right good. Here. You can oh go gosh. crazy. You can go crazy. Um, that would be extremely dangerous. It's dangerous. It's also it's gone now though. Yeah, just sad. Like Maybe best for you know. The, the student body, but maybe not for our emotional health. Right. Um, I forgot my last question. You guys was talking about. They call it Zaland, like pizza. Oh. Clever, you know, you know. Um, so staying in the same vein, college life, Isabel. So you mentioned that you took kind of a break a little bit from baking. Yeah. Um, so I obviously couldn't really bake at school because we lived in the dorms right and the only like kitchen access we had was there was a kitchen upstairs in our dorm but like you had to go to the main building get the key and then come back you could like, only have it for like an hour yeah it was it was just like kind of a hassle if you wanted to use the kitchen um and then also like at home like I have all of like my tools and supplies and everything so it wasn't like I had anything really that I could bake with we used the kitchen one time and we we had to make muffins um, you had to? We had to make muffins. There was not a choice. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah, we did that. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't really bake or anything when I was um, up at school. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, because in case anyone doesn't know, Maddie and I are living in an apartment together next year. Woo. So it'll so be fun. a little battle of who can make the most food because it'll be right. me making desserts. Very active kitchen. It's both the desserts and yeah. yes. make the dynamic duo. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it'll be much different this coming year because we'll have our own kitchen and our own space and you know all it's the pots nice. and pans. Yeah, it'll be super nice. I definitely won't take orders or anything when I'm up there um, but I'll have the ability to bake if I want to. Yeah, maybe just for fun. Right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Be a a, it's going to be nice to have an apartment, though. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. jealous of you guys. Because yeah. me and Isabel, Isabel is a healthy eater, too. Yes. So oh. it's a lot okay. easier because I can just, like, all right, let's make, like... So you're the new guinea pig. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yes. yes. Yeah, but she can help me. So and I'm also oh, yep. wow. I'm also a very picky eater, yes. so it'll yeah. be uh, interesting to see what she can get me to try. Right. Hmm. What are your go-tos if you're a picky eater? Um, Must-haves. <laughs> Chicken. Yeah, just like chicken. I really like I like quesadillas, but that's not like the healthiest option. Like right. rice and chicken, that kind of thing is good. Or I'm a huge omelet person, like spinach egg and cheese omelet. omelet. I made one this morning. Yeah, spinach I have a feeling wow. I'm gonna go through eggs really fast in our apartment because I could eat eggs all day. I feel like not many college kids say that. You guys are like <laughs> taking charge. Oh, full yeah. force. We well, I was talking to my parents yesterday because obviously we just signed our lease yesterday and I was like talking mm-hmm. about budgeting for groceries and like mm-hmm. paying for stuff. And I was like, well, I think groceries aren't going to be a challenge because me and Isabel basically like eat very similarly and like I can just make something like in a big batch and we can eat it for like four days and like Isabel will eat it too, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, It'll be insane. It's also like for the whole grocery thing, like if we're going to the grocery store and buying like eggs, like a big thing of spinach, you know, a big thing of rice, things mm-hmm. like that, like we won't go through that very quickly. But if you're going and buying like a box of Cheez Its, you know, some Pop Tarts, whatever, Let's go on. you go through it fast and they're also right. more expensive. So yeah. I think if we are smart and cook our own food and 
grocery shop. I think that if we like, it's a way to do it. I think yeah, if we absolutely. plan what we're gonna get, <clears throat> some of the things we're gonna make before we go to the grocery yeah. store, you're less likely to buy a ton of random things right. because yeah. you're like, I need this. And that this, stuff and just this sits in the fridge for to make this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of being like, oh, like maybe I'll use that um, yeah. <laughs> onion, but then you don't. You sure. Know? Yeah. That'll make the fridge smell great. Yeah. <laughs> So are you getting a rice cooker, like a pressure cooker? We talked about that on the way here. Um, If we wanted to get a rice cooker, because I feel like we're going to be eating a lot of rice. I make very good chicken fried rice. Oh, really? Not to... Not to Do you use a lot of soy in that? Um, I use tamari sauce, so it's like low-sodium soy sauce. Wow. You were just on it. (laughs) Um, But that sounds good. And that'll be fun, you guys, together. And Mm -hmm. you're going to keep... Your Instagram running. Yeah, right? and I'm I very happy because in our kitchen, in our apartment, okay. it has like basically the same granite countertop as my one at home. So oh, I can keep the aesthetic. that's what we need. Yeah, we need to keep the aesthetic. I don't um, know that. I know. Is that why you chose that apartment over Right. <laughs> right, the first thing. Show yeah. me the countertop. How's the lighting? How's the lighting? My chicken needs to look good. It's about the chicken. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's good. And it, I feel like it's, if you are planning out your meals and making your food, it kind of like regulates your schedule mm-hmm. in a way. Yes, sure. um, we talk a lot about on the show about what I like to call compound habits. Some people call them keystone habits, but certain things that you can do. Um, my main ones, I, I, in my estimation, are uh, sleep, nutrition, exercise, and then some kind of like spiritual or mental exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do those four things, one feeds into the other and they kind of fall into place. Like, if you're eating healthy, you, you are like have more energy. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that just encourages your lifestyle. Same thing, like if you just work out, like you don't want to eat junk food after you work out. Right. Like, right. don't waste it. Right, exactly. You know, um, they kind of feed into each other. Uh, and that's, that's a really good thing, um, especially if you're trying to be healthier and if you're trying to make mm-hmm. that effort, I feel like it's very important. I definitely think that it's a lifestyle, but I definitely think that it's a good lifestyle to have. Because for me personally, like when I eat healthy, like I feel better. I feel like I have more energy. My skin is like very, like a lot more clear than it is as opposed to if I ate junk. And like, it's just like my whole like being like, I don't know. Like when I go on vacation, obviously we eat like out a ton and stuff. And when I get home from vacation, I just like feel so gross and like just feel like not right. But then like when I eat healthy, like I just feel like super happy like super like energetic and i just like have energy to do a lot of things and i feel like good you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense absolutely yeah yeah so it's a lifestyle you right. know yeah. they feed I think each other that you mentioned like being on a schedule before especially because like most of our classes are online mm-hmm. i have a feeling that we'll be like on a pretty good schedule of like because right. we both wake up pretty early so it's like you know if we wake it's up it's a great habit yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah. habit <laughs> They were here right on time. <laughs> this is being recorded at 11 a.m. and that is whew, pristine. Yeah. Love that. Wow. Big day. <laughs> but yeah, we both wake up pretty early. So it's like, you know, if we wake up, make breakfast, you know, a good healthy breakfast, we're not going to be hungry <clears throat> yeah. to snack on anything, you know, until right. lunch. And like focus on our classes yeah. and work and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I also think it's a lot harder to be motivated to work out when you eat poorly. Oh, no doubt. You're getting, like, a food coma. Right. Yeah. No motivation like, oh, like, whatsoever. Just, you're like, oh, like, let's say you had a Pop-Tart for breakfast. Like, you're like, oh, like, do I want to work out? Like, eh, not really. You just get or tired. You, right. Yeah. Or you start to work out and you don't, like, do it as long because you don't have the energy to. Right. As opposed to if you, like, ate, like, eggs or, like, peanut butter or something for breakfast or granola bar, like, you're going to have more energy to 
work out longer than you were if you ate like some yeah. sugary treat for yeah. breakfast. You know, it feeds it feeds into one another, uh, no doubt about it. Um, how do how if somebody's listening how and they want to say get started they're about to go to school they realize the same thing that we're talking about like it's with online classes and with less things to go out and do you're going to be on yourself by yourself a little bit more and it's going to be on you to try and make your schedule and stuff like that Mm -hmm. what would you guys both say to somebody who's trying to do that i'm definitely like a schedule person like I love to be on a schedule mm-hmm. like I print out a schedule and fill it out like every week so another I, good habit yes yeah, so these do. guys are just killer yeah, I do it in my these mind. guys are yeah, just killer yeah, so right, Monday, if you, right yeah if right. you make sure that you have time set aside to go work out like if I can see that in writing that I'm going to work out during this time it's much easier for me to be like well I have to go right. do that You're gonna go do it. and then it's like okay like from like noon to like two I don't really have anything but I have you know this homework assignment to do so I'll do that so that I don't have to do it after dinner like after dinner I can chill out or whatever mm-hmm. so I feel like just sticking to a schedule and really committing to the schedule for me is super important I completely because, agree on the same way yeah if I don't have a schedule and I wake up and I'm like oh I have nothing to do today then I'm probably not going to go work mm-hmm. out and I'm probably not going to work on my homework sure yeah. But if I have it written out on a schedule, I'm way more likely to get it done. I yeah. also think that I'm more efficient when I'm on a schedule because I'm like, all right, from, like Isabel said, 12 to 2, I'm working at, and then I'm going to shower, and then I'm going to do this homework assignment, and then I'm going to make dinner, you know? Like, I'm going to do all of that if I planned it out. But if I'm like, oh, like, tell myself in my head, like, oh, you're, you're going to work out tomorrow, and, like, hopefully you'll do that homework assignment, like, maybe I'll do it, like, maybe not, I don't know. But if I have it written out and I, like, plan it, like, what is what I was saying? I literally like start on Monday and I'll plan everything I'm out, like everything I'm doing out Absolutely. until like Saturday or something. And so on days I'm not working, like I'll wake up at nine, I'll work out, I'll shower, I'll eat breakfast, I'll read or something, and I'll do like something I need to do that I wouldn't normally do if I didn't schedule it. Because if I don't schedule it, I'll probably just like sit there and watch Netflix for like yeah. two hours or something. So I definitely think that you need to stick to a schedule if you plan it. And eventually, it becomes like a routine. Mm-hmm. Like if you, yeah, absolutely. If you stick to your schedule, That's what I'm telling you guys. <laughs> um, These are if preaching. You, if you're sticking to your schedule, like you know, every day you tell yourself you're gonna wake up at nine, make breakfast, and you know, you go work out at ten, and then like if you know, you start to flow off your schedule, but I feel like it, it doesn't feel right. Like it feels mm-hmm. weird. Like oh, I should have worked out at ten. Like and then you. Then right. it just and goes downhill. If you, if you so push it, just, it off, like, yeah. on days, let's say I didn't schedule something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to work out today. So usually I work out in the morning, so I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I'll work out later, you know? And then it's like, later, and I'm like, uh, you know, like, today's just not it. Like, right, right, Which, right. like, some days that's okay. Like, you need rest. And sure, some sure. it's okay, like, lazy days. But, but like, let's if, be honest. Like, I do that, like, every day if I didn't plan it. I'd right. be like, I'm going to work out later. Like, oh, darn, I didn't do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. Then yeah. I don't do it tomorrow. And it's, like, it's definitely good and healthy to take breaks, especially from, like, working out and stuff, mm-hmm. as long as it's not, like, becoming a habit, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. You guys tuned in today hearing about food, and they're just preaching that <laughs> actionable advice that we absolutely love on Success and Dialogue. I, I think everything that you said was spot on. I mean, we're at the age at this point where it's like, you said maybe you went to college and it's like, well, I'm gonna order pizza every night. Well, maybe that's maybe not the I best, like, you know. Right. And and people are starting to realize, okay, like if you want to um, 
do something a little out of the ordinary, if you want to continue to grow your account, if you want to continue to make more, you have your internship, you have your class, like this is a non-negotiable. You need to schedule and you need to write it out. There's so much different. I have, we talked about this last episode, the checklist, because I will forget everything on here. I will forget. You may have just heard the ice maker. I thought I turned it off. I don't know why it turns on, but that's on the list. Everything out here is on the list and it's, like I said, you need to have it done. Um, and for me, like I said, I'm very, like you guys said, very list. And once it's once you actually write it out, um, it's like, it's oh. Set in stone. Yeah, set it. in stone. Yeah. Can't change exactly. it. Um, so if, if you're listening to this, you're out there, try it. You know, mm-hmm. one day, two day, three days. See how it goes. Um, my big thing, one of my favorite YouTubers, Matt Diavella, has this video. And it's like a catchy title you know how youtubers are it's like the one thing that heart surgeons and fighter pilots and all them do i'm like okay i gotta watch that right. right. um and it's checklists yeah box checklists mm-hmm. it's not that hard if you wake up and you're thinking oh my gosh like i have so much to do today if you write it out one by one maybe with times look up how long it's going to drive or how long it's going to take you to drive places it doesn't seem as large anymore mm-hmm. yeah i completely I think it makes things more manageable to do. Absolutely. Because you can get super overwhelmed super quickly. But if you write out, like, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. Like, maybe you're not going to do everything you wanted to do, but you can do most of it. And you can say, okay, I'm going to do these three things today, and I'm going to do the next two or three tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that helps me become less overwhelmed because I know what I'm doing and I have a plan. Yeah. I think it definitely does help calm my anxiety a bit because I tend to like worry about things that are like you know four days out and I'm already worried about it but if I have it written out and I know what I have to do prior to you know that event or whatever it is then I'm usually able to you know relax a little bit and not worry as much and it kills procrastination Mm -hmm. oh yeah kills procrastination I feel like the two main types of procrastination one if you have something big that's kind of far out Right, we've all been there. Left some paper, yeah. left some project, mm-hmm. and you got to cram. So let's say <clears throat> you make a list, write it out a few days before. You start chipping away. Everybody says that, right. but it's one thing to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you have a lot of things to do, and then it's just too much out there, uh, like well, Maddie, you said, sit and maybe watch Netflix for two hours, mm-hmm. and then you're just putting yourself more in a corner, and there's more to do, and, and everything like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's really a must, I think, for anybody who wants to especially when you're getting more independence to try and take things to the next level and, and kind of succeed a little bit more. Um, we're going to pivot here. Um, Maddie, running, <coughs> sorry, running your social media account. Yeah. I'm curious about this because I get way behind with the success and dialogue Instagram. <laughs> There's a lot out there. I know, guys. Like, I'm always on the story. I'm always, you know, promoting whatever and Hopefully you don't get tired of me because it's not going to stop. But because uh, you got to listen to the episodes. Um, but what? How do you, how do you stay on top of it in terms of posting and pictures and filters and there's so much to do and I'm thinking you know trailers and promos and I got to put this on this story and blah blah blah. <laughs> so how do you keep it all in, yeah, in check? Honestly, I do just like put time like time aside to do something new. So. At the beginning of quarantine, I obviously did not have as much to do as I do now. Like this summer, it's like vacations, hanging out with friends, working and stuff. Like I have a lot more to do, so it's a lot harder, I would say, now. 
but like during quarantine I was like all right from like one to three today like I'm gonna make a new recipe or like I'm gonna do something so I would post very regularly I would say that I'm not slacking right now but I haven't had as much time as I had in the past so I post like a few times a week instead of every day but I also like paired I guess with some brands they like send me stuff and I like promote it on my Instagram so it like helps them and it helps me do do, like some (laughs) big time big time some giveaways and stuff and so I think that helps giveaways yeah yeah I'm thinking I don't know I said this in the soundbite at the end of my last episode I don't know how many people made it that far but I don't know if you're out there Send me some ideas. I want to do some more interactive stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the people, that, with the yeah, people, right. the listeners, yeah. the community. Right. Um, so I did a giveaway when I hit a thousand followers. I just bought some things from Trader One Joe's. One day, <laughs> thousand followers. And I bought some stuff from Trader Joe's, and like I bought like a necklace and like a mason jar insulated cup thing or whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna like. Like, all these people have been, like, helping me build up my stuff. Like, one person's going to win this all. They're going to be so happy, yeah, right? Yeah. And so um, I just put, like, there were so, so many entries. I was, like, blown away. But I put it in, like, a giant wheel, and I just spun it, and it picked, like, a random person. Uh-huh. And I was happy with who it picked. It was a girl. She's our age, and she's a dietetic student in Oregon, I'm pretty sure. So wow. I was, like, very happy that, like, she won, and it wasn't, like, my family or, like, someone, which I think I would have responded to. my family. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I was happy that it like went out to another person that was similar to me and like she got to use right. all these stuff, these things. I guess. And those are the kind of people that you kind of do it for, mm-hmm. you know, that are out there and, and you want to help them and, and they help you and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. And I also did a, that was my second giveaway, my first giveaway I did with oh, it. two giveaways. <laughs> An agave brand. So they were like up and coming and like I found them on Instagram and remember I uh, DM'd them and I was like, hey, like. I really think your products are cool. They were like organic and like there was different like there was like vanilla agave and like mm-hmm. whatever those different flavors. And so I was like, I would be like interested like if you wanted to like do a giveaway, like I could like post it on my page and like people could enter and then you could like send them some of your products and they were like, Oh, I'd love that and like not that I grew their business, but like they have grown a lot since then. So yeah, I think you it's get to cool. Help. Like I was with well, them at the beginning. And they've grown so much since then, and I'm like, I really like their agave. I use it in some of my recipes and desserts and stuff, so. Okay. You want to give one quick shout-out? Yeah, it's Sylvia Agave. I think it's S-O-V-I-I-A Agave. Wow. it's a trendy name. Yeah. Yeah. But and I, I think is... it's like a family-run business, too, which I liked, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, you gotta give back mm-hmm. to the people, you know? They're following, <laughs> they're liking, they're listening, in my case. I don't know. But if any of you out there have any suggestions, last last episode I asked people what they wanted to put on the wall. We're gonna do something in the dorm room when I'm gonna record at school. I don't know what yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People give them some ideas. Yeah, come on, people. It's gotta be something good. It's gotta be like good. A custom flag or something. Custom flag. <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of like that with the mountain on it. Yeah. I love the mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so we're climbing to the top. Anyway, that was so cliche. <laughs> I just cringed internally really hard. Um, so you guys have both turned your passion, and this is a, a buzzword, catchphrase, whatever, but passion into profit. Right. Isabel, more literally, but <laughs> you're, you're growing an Instagram account that may one day spiral into who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who want to do the same, what is your your main nugget of advice, Isabel? 
Um, kind of like I said, I think it was the other episode, but um, just like making sure that you are being um, like very direct with your customers and mm. you know people that are asking things of you because like even though you want to you know give loopholes and stuff to your family and your friends like you if you have set prices for things like if that's how you're doing it like you really should be sticking to those just because then people will use you and stuff just because like especially for me I started doing this when I was like 15 16 so it was like you know like my friends and my family being like oh like could you just do these cupcakes for whatever and I'm like well yeah but like that's gonna take me a couple hours and I have to go buy like this this and this Mm -hmm. so it's like really not like free labor for me um so that would yeah so you just have to make sure that you're like very organized too because like I said like I tend to overwork myself um so sticking to a schedule and then just making sure that you don't lose like the passion for it of course well you know gaining the profit so yeah as long as you're not like super overworking yourself and you're trying to stick to a schedule and then doing things that you like still too like sometimes like if i don't have orders then i'll make stuff that i find fun or you know things like that yeah it's very so you know keeping the fun in it as well and then like also like i do things that make me feel good like i did like a fundraiser a couple i guess it was during quarantine yes so I did yeah. that, and like that kind of made me feel good about it. Like made me want yeah. to do it. Yeah, that's um, that was very that was very cool. Yeah, so I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, so I did the Gleaners fundraiser a couple months ago in high school. I did a couple fundraisers for the, natu- the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, wow. um, and just sold cookies for that in like hospitals and preschools and stuff. Um, so just doing things that make you feel good as well, I feel like really, of course, you know, help you keep the passion. That's very good. Yeah. And what for you um, has been the biggest, is, is that in line with the biggest thing that you've learned so far in terms of, I mean, saying no seems simple when you're young, you right. say no all the time, you scream and cry it. But <laughs> I feel like it's, it's kind of ironic that as you get older, it gets more difficult. Right. No doubt about it. And, and especially now, the Slowly but surely, the world is opening back up, you know, and, and a lot of things are going to be coming down the chute. And after, I'm very anxious to get started with things again, but sometimes you just have to realize that you got too much on the plate, mm-hmm. you know. It's not easy. It's definitely hard to say no. I think the biggest, um, like, group of people that it's hard for me to say no to is people that I don't know that have ordered from me before. Because they're like, well, you did my graduation cookies. Like, why can't you do these for, like, my sister's graduation? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm busy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Or my family, if you're booked, you're booked. Yeah, exactly. You know, time is a resource. And Nobody can I'm, get more I'm one person. Like, I don't have a bakery. <laughs> like, my family doesn't help me. So mm-hmm. I don't want them to help me. It's not like they're Get out of my kitchen. <laughs> get out of my kitchen. Um, so, yeah, my family and friends are usually very understanding when I say that I'm booked yeah. and I really can't do that. Um or like people that have never ordered from me before, like I really don't feel bad telling them that I'm booked because mm-hmm. you know I don't know them. But like the people that I've ordered from me in the past, like consistently, and then the want like something last minute, I'm like I'm sorry, like it's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Maddie, same question to you. Okay, well, mine's not really a business, but I would say sure. starting an Instagram for something you're passionate about, I would say go for it because. I, I mean, I started mine just, like, for fun. Like, it wasn't, like, 
I didn't expect it to be anything huge. I was just posting stuff I've made with my mom and like got some followers or whatever. But like I've made like a ton of connections through my Instagram, not only with like other businesses, but with other people. And I've made like three or three people that I've found on this Instagram that also are passionate about fitness and health or whatever go to Michigan State and they've DM'd me saying like, OMG, like I go to Michigan State too. Like how how cool that I didn't know there was other people that also have Instagrams like this and like everything I post, it could be like the ugliest picture ever. Like my my followers, I guess, they'll comment like this looks so good or like this is amazing. <laughs> Love it. Like Get I just like, feel like when I post stuff I get like so many good reviews like from other people, mm-hmm. even though they didn't eat it, but like when I post it and stuff and I'll post the recipe with it so people can right. like save it and stuff. That. And they just like boosts my mood I guess because like I know I'm doing it for myself and like because I'm passionate about it but like I like to know that other people are also enjoying it and stuff that's awesome yeah and and that's I really really wanted to get you guys on the show because that is something that I say all the time and you guys do it it's the barrier of entry is very low to make an Instagram account say or Mm -hmm. if you're already good at baking like that's kind of a natural next step. Right. Right? Um, any fool with a microphone can start a podcast. Like <laughs> That's just the way it is. But if you are able to take that passion and turn it into something greater, it opens up doors that you don't even know are closed to you at a time. Right. You can meet people you don't even know are out there. Maybe one day uh, somebody will see your Instagram and say, wow, this is somebody that I want to employ. This is somebody that I want to partner with. You already mm-hmm. said... Um, you're pairing as an ambassador with clothing brands. You've talked to different food brands. Isabel, no doubt the experience that you have in your business is benefiting you with your internship and will in the future. Right. These are lessons that you're learning at a young age that will pay off in dividends in your future. Right. And it, it's not just with food. Um, food is great. I right. love food. <laughs> but you can do it with anything. Um, your, your passion can be in any area. Yeah. And... When you're young, like, it's a great time to get out there and get some experience. Mm-hmm. And the stuff, I mean, it, seem, it seems fun. Like, you yeah. guys enjoy it. You get to enjoy the fruits of your labor, no doubt. Um, and especially living together this year. That's going to be quite the room in terms, of, in terms of cooking. Yeah, yeah if I, yeah. yeah. East Lansing, yeah, yeah. I would be, if, I feel bad for the people who live, like, down the hall. Like, they're going to be smelling <laughs> the food like, all the time. And they're going to be like, this is where it's coming from. This is where it's coming from, yeah. And all I could do is eat pop tarts, <laughs> um, but seriously, like in in all seriousness, it, it, it's very cool to see you guys doing that. And um, I would encourage anybody out there who is listening now, like as I say, you got to just go get it. Like take the leap, mm-hmm. and and you can do it. And sometimes the benefits you don't even perceive them right. um, when you begin. Um, so for both of you guys. Now, not one of my favorite questions, plans for the future with anything or with what we've talked about. Isabel, if you want to go. So, well, for my baking, it's... Well, it's did we talk about what are you studying? I am an elementary ed major, wow. urban elementary education. Very cool. Yes. Okay. So the goal is to teach in like Chicago or DPS. Wow. Yep. That's big time. I love it. Um, so yeah. yeah. Caps off. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's really exciting. I really love it. But um, so like being a teacher, I guess, will give me time to still run a baking business. But that's that's to see. We don't know about that yet. Yeah, plans <laughs> that far off. Yeah. Um, my dad had always kind of encouraged me to 
not encourage me, but it was always kind of like telling me that like I could go to culinary school and I could major in like hospitality and restaurant management or whatever it's called. And sure. like, you and know, mission states program own, for that yeah, is very it's, good. It's yeah, huge. It's absolutely. Really hospitality um, management. So yep. that was always kind of like an idea that I could go off and open my own bakery. But I, I don't know. I'm really not set on doing it for the rest of my life. Sure. Um, but it's definitely, it'll be a good skill when I have kids and I can make no them birthday treats. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, being a teacher will definitely give me time if I wanted to continue to do it as a side job. You Very know, cool. Forever. I could definitely do that. Um, but as for right now, I'm just kind of going with the flow. We'll see where it takes me, especially yeah. because I can't do it up at school mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if this past six months have taught us anything, it's don't make plans right. in advance. Right. Exactly. Sometimes even a week yeah. in advance. Um, Maddie, what about you? Yeah, um, my ultimate goal is to be a registered dietitian, like from graduating school and stuff. But like with that title, you can do so many things. So I don't exactly know which way I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I think I'll start off working in the hospitals, hopefully, and build some connections there. And hopefully, in the future, maybe start my own practice, like for people that just wow. want to learn how to eat healthy and change their lifestyle and stuff, like. You know, doing that, you have to take baby steps. You can't just jump full force into it. Of course. That's very cool. That is very cool. Isabel, one more super serious question for you that's essential that I somehow forgot to ask. How much Cake Boss do you watch? (laughs) It's actually really funny uh, because I don't really watch TV Mm -hmm. at all. Like, I don't watch Netflix. So everyone's always like, do you watch the show? I'm like, no. Um, (laughs) But when I babysit, Mm -hmm. I don't, like... I don't really have any interest in watching TV, but I'll always just turn on like Cake Boss or you know mm. like a baking show because it's always on. Like everybody, they're always on. on. Yeah, everybody has Cake Boss on their TV. They're I don't know why on. you wouldn't. Yeah, and you watch it for five like minutes and then you wars. can't stop. Yeah, you watch, like, you're so invested. Yeah, Cupcake yeah. Wars, you're so yeah, invested, exactly. and it's like so you have to know who wins. I have to watch eight seasons to get to the grand champion. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So definitely, if I'm babysitting, that is what I turn on. Um, but yeah, I don't really. Interesting. Out. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to ask that earlier, but I feel like I just sometimes you like turn on like chopped. Yeah, it's just addicting. Yes. Iron Chef. What I yeah. do, I uh, when I'm on my phone, also um, secret. I don't have TikTok, but I go through mm-hmm. like on my. We talked phone. about TikTok yeah. before. Instead the listeners know. Instead of sitting on my phone and going through TikTok, I go through like. In case anyone hasn't discovered like baking Instagram yet, like there are some very like aesthetically pleasing baking videos. (laughs) Love that. Yes, it's so I can sit and watch people decorate cakes for hours. Yeah, yeah, and yours look good. What was the one, the green one? I was looking at this morning. It's like white and green. A cake. Yeah, I was just like the frosting gets so even. Maybe. I don't know. I but just like, did a big S. Like frosts so nicely. Like an even oh, I can't even hold my ball. hand that I can't even remember. I can't even hold my hand that's still for like to write. I don't no, know. I, was I don't know how you do it. Talking to me and just like doing it. Like, barely <laughs> even looking like, at yeah, it and yeah, the lines are perfect and the I'm like, how are you doing that? Like it was just everything was so that's a wrap. They definitely look a lot different than they did three, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, in wrapping up, any shout outs from either of you? This is the good part. Mm. You go first. Like shout outs to Anybody. Anybody. I mean, anyone you want. Anyone who's helped you. Anyone you admire. Anyone. 
we've gotten shout outs to dogs, <laughs> grandmas, God. Yeah. Alright. Um, like, can I do like a lot? Oh, like, sure. <laughs> However many you want. You are the esteemed list. guest. I'll you control like the narrative. Well, You're in the chair. Go okay. for it. Well, I would definitely say my aunt because ever since I told her I was changing my major and she was just like super, super happy that I was like going to help people like her and like, yeah. And my mom definitely is a very big supporter. And my dad and my brother. Honestly, my whole family. They mm-hmm. just like have supported cool. me when I told them I was changing my major. I was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to take it. Right, right. But they were it's all scary super, your major. super excited yeah. and like it's definitely like way more fitting for me than what I was doing before. And then, I guess I would say Josh, my boyfriend, because I told him I'm changing my major, and, like, he was just, like, super excited that I was going to do something that I liked, and I wasn't going to keep on something that I didn't like because I made more money from that or whatever. He's just like, I want you to do what makes you happy. And Josh so is a beast, <laughs> for those of you who don't know Josh is there. awesome. We will, he will find his way to one of those chairs at <laughs> yeah. some point, as well as his, as his brother. Talking about and being yeah. super smart. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the guy's crazy, so but he's very cool. I would definitely cool. say my family and Josh and just, honestly, a, like all my friends have always like supported me and followed my Instagram from the start. Like I was like, I didn't know it was going to blow up, but I was like, all my friends are following me and they're Isabel comments and like all my pictures, like, and it just makes me so Very happy. Very cool. She's like, oh, I just texted her, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah guys, this is so good. I just had it or whatever. Every, so, yeah. Every like friends, and comment matters. But, yeah, right. That's support true. me and everyone that builds me up, honestly, has helped me get where I am. So shout out to all those people. Yeah. Yeah. It does matter. Isabel? Um, probably the biggest thing is definitely my family. Um, Especially because I take up so much kitchen space. Mm. Like, my mom, yeah. like, will, like, be like, well, I can't even make dinner. Like, now I have to order dinner because I have taken up every single <laughs> counter. It's just, like, cookies right. on cookies. So they put up with me. They're also very supportive and critical at the same time. Like, they definitely, like, you know, my dad will be like, what are those for? Like, isn't that gold a little off from, like, U of M's gold? Like, because my dad's an engineer, so it's, like, very, like, you know, Right, right, right. Picky. Regimented. Absolutely. Yes, and then my mom, like, I definitely make her try almost everything because I'm like, what should I do to this? And she's very critical of especially my vanilla ki- cupcakes because she thinks they're dry. So we've been working <laughs> to find a better balance, mm. and she's, you know... Can't have a dry cupcake. Right. Just can't have it. I made vegan ones the other day, and she was a fan. She liked them. Oh, um, vegan. Yeah. It's kind of all beer alley. Oh, <laughs> the influence. The influence. Um, it's so clear. Yeah, definitely my mom, my dad, my grandma. I mentioned her earlier. She's so funny because she's so <laughs> intrigued with what I'm doing, and she will send pictures to everyone she knows. Like my That's like, awesome. Yeah. Like, my aunts that, like, I don't see very often. Like, when I see them, they're like, oh, I see you've been, like, baking. And I'm like... How do you know this? Because yeah, yeah. my grandma will put it everywhere. Right. So she's just so cute. And she's always like, oh my gosh, she's like so good. And just goes on and on and on. And then like whenever there's extras, like she will sneak yeah. upstairs and take all the extras. So it's just so cute. Um, my siblings have definitely always been taste testers, especially my brother. Because, you know, he's 12 and eats new They eat whatever. Like oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. So you got to do it. It's always like, as well, did you mess up yet? Because he knows when oh, I mess up, he, can he eat gets it. the yeah. So so he's rooting for your demise. Oh, yeah. in a way, he, he wants me to mess up. In a way, That's exactly. Haters want you to fail. It's okay. Um, and then I definitely have some close family friends that have helped me, like especially like the ones that like 
you know, first ordered from me. Of course. Yeah, because they really, you know, helped me jumpstart my business. Um, and then I have another group of family friends, one that I like nanny for, that like anytime I'm doing something, she wants, she's like super involved. Like when I was doing fundraisers in high school for the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, she, like her husband works in a hospital, so she like ordered a bunch and, you know, paid Very for them cool. all and put them wow. out in the hospital. And then she did the same thing with like her daughter's preschool. So she's always really into supporting me and like supporting any cause that I'm trying to help out. And then I'm trying to think. The other big customer that I have is like, she, she used to be my gymnastics coach. And now her entire family orders like all their baked goods from me. So like, and she's always telling people like the vegan cupcakes I just did were for like her son's preschool friend. Like, so it's like, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, so she's done yeah. a ton of like spreading, you know. That is awesome. Baked goods. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Those are some fantastic shout outs. I think those are all the big ones that yeah. you should cover. Uh, best way to end a good episode, but um, yeah, I guess that's it for me. Um, just wanted to say before we all get out of here, thanks to you guys for coming on. Um, these guys are super easy to schedule. <laughs> like I literally texted them two days ago, like, I'm leaving for school, I need to get episodes. Um, and they were super nice, and the stuff that they do is really cool. This episode, almost more so than anyone we've ever done, the stuff about the scheduling is huge. I've been wanting to talk about that for a long time. Yeah, you got to yeah. do it. And they do it together. Um, yeah. So very, very cool to see. And I hope... All of you enjoy, and uh, we will be back next week with more success in dialogue. Um, But until then, as always, go out there and go get it. Thanks, everyone. Woo! Well, guys, there you have it. Season 1. Episode 6 of Success in Dialogue, all about food, featuring Manny McSweeney and Isabel Reber. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, first of all, to those two for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and wisdom with all of you. And a really sincere, heartfelt thank you uh, to you guys. If you're still listening, um, I really appreciate you making it all the way to the end of segment two is is no small feat. And for those of you out there who are, I really do appreciate it. I think we had a fantastic episode. We're still putting out a great showing um, next week we have zach jennings and jen petro for our guests on the podcast season one episode seven and that one will be about fitness that episode is fantastic just as i thought this one was and i hope you all enjoy uh just another note um as you can tell, these intros and outros are a little bit worse quality. I have moved back into the University of Notre Dame, thankfully, but I do not have the microphone that I normally used. So we're going to get right on that, but just a note there. Also, as I mentioned in this episode, I'm looking on doing something for you guys, for the listeners, uh, the people who support the podcast always, and you know who you are, you're out there. I really do appreciate you and what you do. So if you guys have any ideas about that or anything else, as always, just let me know. And I think that's it for this episode. It was produced, as always, by my brother, Declan Lee. Find him on Instagram at So You Think I Can Draw. And yeah, until next Tuesday, check our Instagram, follow our social media, whatnot, share the podcast, and we'll see you then. Go get it.